Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, the weeping statue in Parkersburg, West Virginia. But who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror, the ones who didn't get to tell their tales. I think I've told it on the show before, but one year for Halloween, I got a little elf costume. And it was basically just the plastic like robe and the little plastic mask. And it was elf. And I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, it was a really fun Halloween. But, you know. A bunch of people dressed up as Alf didn't kill a bunch of people in my neighborhood around the same time. So maybe I wouldn't have loved it as much if that had happened. But I didn't have to go through that. But thankfully, this week's guest did. And they have a little more invested in all of this, too. So enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, coming to you this week from Woodsboro, California. And boy, I'm excited because I love Halloween. It's my favorite. I love Halloween stores, especially ones that run year round. And this week, I'm coming to you from Frank Gary's Mask Store. And I'm with the owner, Frank Gary. Frank, thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Uh, again, what a delight to be here. I, I love Halloween stores. I love how big they've gotten. I love when old you know, uh, department stores get taken over by costume places. Mm. This is great. Mm. So thank you for having me here. Yeah. Well, I'm not quite a, I'm not the Halloween store. Okay. That's, that's, that's the man there. Okay. So we're just trying to keep things local. Remember Frank Gary's masks They're They're offering to take me over, but, uh, it's not, it's not happening. It's not, I happening. love that. I love that. Keep the keep the small mom and pop places in business. And your store is great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we uh, we kind of like to sell melty masks. You know, we're the first. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're the first store that that. So what I did, I had a regular ghost mask and I put it on the Bunsen burner and I just melted it a little bit. I mean, what's scarier than something that's supposed to look a certain way, but it's a little melty. I mean, something that's already scary that's melted is even scarier. So. Oh, absolutely. It has it has uh, violence embedded straight into the mask. Yeah, you think about this in and you think about it and you talk about it with such passion. I don't think you really get a lot of that from the big box stores that sell Halloween costumes. So uh, this is kind of the only like the small town mom and pop experience you get by coming to a local store. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but with social media, do you want to wear the same do you want to be a stormtrooper parading no. around with a bunch of Darth Vader's and Mark Hamill's? No, 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 you want to, no, no, no. you want to look, you want to look a little melty. You want to look like, Hey, this costume has seen some stuff. I, and again, what's scarier than the imagination? Oh, there's not. So take me back to the beginning, Frank, because again, you come at it with such with with such uh, passion and and vigor. What got you into the mask, you know, Halloween costume business to begin with? Take me take me back to day one. Oh, okay. Uh, I was six years old, and uh, uh, my mother. It was a Halloween night, mm -hmm. and uh, my mother, God bless her soul, uh, couldn't afford to get me nothing. And she said, hey, Frank, no Gary is going to go around 
not wearing something. So mm -hmm. she grabbed the curtains off. It was the only curtains we had. So for the next month, we had daylight in and out the house. And she wrapped it around my head and said, you're the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. She wow. took two markers and she just drew the word Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and an arrow to my head. And I realized, you know what? You don't need anything for a Halloween costume other than love. Yeah. Wow. Frank, that's beautiful. And, uh, yeah. So, cut to ten years later. And here we are. The day she died, I opened the store. Wow, the day she died. Yeah, the very day. I had to, first, I had to make all the arrangements for the funeral, and yeah, then I course. opened the store. Yeah. It was a, it was a, there was a lot to do that day. I should have, I should have separated them. Done one, one day, day, you know, set, set up, called all my siblings, set up the viewing next day, open the store. But I was so overcome. I did both. I look, I don't know that you could talk to many people that have the kind of drive where, you know, somebody dies on a day. You got to deal with that. Oh, yeah. You got to deal with the ambulance. You got to deal with the hospital, the coroner. Then you make the arrangements day of usually people wait weeks for that. Yeah. And then you open a Absolutely. business the same day, Frank, that I mean, yeah. uh, that's that's admirable. Well, I get young mothers coming into the store and they're saying, you know, how am I going to put this costume together by the end of the night? And I said, hey, I buried my mother and opened this store on the same day. So I think you can get your Aladdin Princess Jasmine costume together by the end of the night. Okay. And what's you know unique, I think, specifically about your store is you don't really hear a lot of parents struggling with assembling Halloween costumes. Usually they're just out of the package, ready to go. But I hear at Frank Gary's that doesn't seem to be the case. Oh, yeah. We just provide raw materials and suggestions. So we have a bag. So we take a printout uh, that we print off of uh, uh, Tumblr posts. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, stuff like that and then we give you the raw materials and then every once in a while because we know they're going to be stressed out we just say like something real nice it's like you got this and like a, a kitten grabbing a little piece of yarn but that's keeping the spirit of your mom alive she made you a Halloween costume out of you know the materials that were given to her and you're doing the exact same thing exactly exactly and you know I think the suggestions are kind of there. And then, you know, a little bit, if you want to throw in a melty mask, mm -hmm. I got those pre-made. That's the only pre-made thing we have in the store is a custom-made melted down ghost mask. And where do you think that Bunsen burning passion came from? Was there, is there like a specific moment in your life where, you know, you set something on fire with a Bunsen burner or was this just something that you were thinking of, you know? having a coffee you know sometimes uh it's it's a busy life running a uh a costume store and sometimes mm -hmm. i don't have time to make lunch i don't have time to stop working so i'm trying on the mask i'm saying is this scary enough to hold in my store am i gonna throw it back to the supplier so i just try on different masks try on different masks and then uh you know i gotta cook myself a, a can of uh, a bean and bacon stew and uh mm -hmm. and while i'm doing that you know, I leaned down too far because I was trying to sniff it to see if it was uh, fully cooked. You know how you can smell when a bean and bacon is cooked? And then oh, if yeah. you smell it and there's not, not enough scent, then, you know. You got to keep it cooking. Yeah, that's a bean and bacon soup. You got to make it a stew. Yeah, yeah. Son, that's what they say. And oh, uh, yeah. so I leaned down to do it and it mel done melt my mask. 
And I looked it. I looked in the mirror. I'm like, gosh darn, that's the scariest thing I've ever seen. It's yeah. The scariest thing I ever seen. I I thought I I thought I had died. I thought I had died and seen a ghost. I thought I melted my face on the Bunsen burner, died on the Bunsen burner making bean and bacon soup. And then I looked at myself and thought I was dead. But you know what? It was just a melted little mask. And that's very scary. Oh, there's nothing. No, that's very scary. Think you're going to, you're dead. What could be scarier than thinking you're dead? I I, I mean, if, if a, if a creature from the dark lagoon comes after you and you're already dead, the scariest thing ever happened to me, lagoon. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to me once I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm open for business once, once I'm dead, do, do whatever you need to do to me. Um, that's a great, oh man, that's a great one. I'm open for business. Once I'm dead, oh, I gotta write that down. That'd be great. Like, hey, I, you know, I'm open for business, right, right in front of the store, because we gotta bring in some more foot traffic. I like. That. I'm glad. To, I'm glad to contribute. Uh, so foot traffic is is it is foot traffic down? Is traffic down into the store? Yeah, the Ross dress for less closed next door, so it's been a little bit harder, you know. Because if you're trying to dress for less and you also need a costume, like we're kind of in the same uh, thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, that's a little little. So yeah, I tried to get my nephew to be a sign spinner outside, you know, and I just instead of a sign, I thought it would be fun if it was a skeleton. Like a full yeah. t- a full size skeleton, but apparently sure, yeah. that's a little heavy, and he got a little injured. Uh, you know, trying to flip around a full size skeleton outside the front. So, you know, hopefully we'll get that skeleton back out there. I'll just uh, take out some of the density of the bones, so it's easier to throw around. Oh, is this a real skeleton? Oh yeah, we oh, do. Yeah. We only keep real human skeletons. That's the that's the that's the Frank Gary guarantee. If you buy a skeleton from our store, we will give mm-hmm. you the dental records. The social security number and the name of the human being that we got the skeleton from. That's it's like Frank a cabbage Eric. patch kid. Yeah, it's like it's it's exactly like a cabbage patch kid, except for instead of being fictional, it's a real person who died. That we took their skeleton because they were an organ donor. Don't yeah. even try and come up me legal. Okay? They said they were an organ donor. So I got you on that one. Johnny Law Don't- ain't coming from Frank Gary. Don't come at me legal could be another good one too. I like that one. Oh yeah. Oh, that's what I say. The second they say, "Hey, I want to return this." I say, "Don't come at me legal." And and then I stare at them until they leave. And that's hurt my think, Yelp reviews. Well, I mean, everything you've talked about so far, Frank, is to my understanding of how a business is run. This seems like pretty, you know, cut and dry obstacles you face when you run a business. Absolutely. How did the Woodsboro murders affect your business? Because, you know, with those being mask related masks and costumes being your big, you know, your bread and butter, that must have impacted you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Melty masks weren't selling well, I'll be Mm -hmm. honest. But uh, I had a few sales of the melty mask. And as it turns out, melty masks appeal to murderers. Yeah. So once I found out that the uh, those kids were killed by people wearing mm-hmm. the melting mask that I sold, I realized that maybe I'm not helping society. Oh, Frank. Yeah. Maybe, maybe things would be better if Frank Gary was one of the skeletons no. instead of 
the person selling the skeleton. And I'm not an organ donor, so that would have been stolen. Buddy, don't don't do that to yourself. You know, this is what happened to those kids. That's not your fault at all. Okay, you're no you're no more to blame than the person who sold knives or black boots or jeans. You know, you're this you're just a victim in all this. I don't know. The guy who sells jeans, though, if he if you know, if you're selling jeans and you get a weird look from that person, you should be like, listen, because if you don't have jeans, you can't go out and fight anybody, can you? Too embarrassed. Yeah, we're not going to wear shorts. No, not in this weather. No way. It's too hot. No, and yeah, and I got, you know, moles. Um, But uh, there's a, yeah, so so it was a really bad uh, time for uh, Frank Gehry's mask. But you know what? Some of these kids get a little weird. And so so that that melting mask was quite a quite popular for a while. So. You know, again, it was a horrendous uh, tragedy. What happened to it's those terrible. kids? Terrible. Yeah. But if you want a melty mask, I will sell it to you, and they are selling like hotcakes. I will tell you that. Well, I mean, that's the problem is that you still have a business to run, right? Like, I what still happened do. to those kids is terrible. But if you can make a few bucks off of it, you know, who's anybody to judge? Absolutely. And what's scarier than a mask that was worn by a murderer in your own town? Spooky, right? That is very spooky. Insensitive, maybe. Spooky, definitely. Definitely spooky. Um, so it, it sounds like things are, are doing well then for you. Uh, you know, you're sort of like kind of a rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing here with these Woodsboro murders. Oh, absolutely. When someone's murdered, the tide just gets high. And when, when a boat, when a boat goes and there's a lot of water Mm -hmm. and that tide's high, you just, you're rolling on the river. Tina Turner. Tina Turner's great. Is that Tina Turner? I think it is. It is Tina Turner. Uh, so, Frank, I'm curious. And again, you know, I don't know if you're able to talk about this or if I'm overstepping here. But oh, okay. was there any interest in the police from you that, hey, these things keep happening? There's oh, all yeah. these masks involved. Frank Gary runs a mask store. Is there any chance he's involved in all of this? Oh, yeah. They, were yeah. you ever? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was the prime suspect uh, uh, at first. They said that, yeah, they said it's either one of the kids, you know, at the school or it's Mm -hmm. Frank, it's good old Frank Gary, you know, and first it was a lot of questions about the skeletons. I'll tell you first, I think that's what tipped them off. They were a little, I was like, okay, they were organ donors. Don't come at me legal. I said all that stuff to them. Uh, But they said, you know, these masks, you sold these masks. And I'm like, I'm li- and I, I had to sit him down. I was like, listen, I was cooking a can of bean bacon soup. I lean over. You know how mm-hmm. it smells from bean bacon soup. It doesn't smell as good, but it smells good when you lean over. And then I went yeah. up and I thought I died, but I hadn't died. I just had a scary mask and the scary mask made me think that I died. And honestly, I think they just let me go after that story. I think, I think maybe I talked their ear off, you know? I'm Felt a, bad for I'm you. A, yeah, I, I can uh, string a yarn. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I am for the record here. Let's just go on the, you know, my neighbors are dead uh, with our legal advice. You did not kill these people that are your skeletons in your store. Is that correct? Frank Gary, we're saying that we're on the record. Uh, saying that. I would like to say that I would like to say that, 
Mm-hmm. But the intrigue creates tension. And when a tension and an intrigue come, that's when things go TikTok viral. So yeah, I think that's a that's a way of saying that you didn't kill those people. Uh, We're just just to cover just to cover our bases. But you know, I think my response to that would be don't come at me legal. Don't come at them legal. Uh, so things are good. I mean, you're thriving here with your with your melty masks and costumes. Oh yeah, uh, it's, it's it's its own it's its own uh, section. Melty mask and costume. And I took the sign and I melted a little bit, you know. So like the melty mask cute. and costume. But it is it is it is hot plastic. So uh, so steer clear of the of the melt, you know, because I I keep I tied a Bunsen burner to it. Uh, so there is there is a, a a heat source. It is a fire hazard. Yeah. Um, I, again, just to get an inside look at how a mask business is run. I always like people who follow their passions and you're certainly one of, one of those, but you'd mentioned something earlier, Frank, that I, I would really love to come back to. You said when you were a kid, your mom used your curtains to, to dress you up as a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, but for a yeah. month you didn't have them back on. Why didn't your mom hang the curtains back up for a month? Um, I wouldn't take it off. I wouldn't take it off. It was so touching. I was like, you know what? I'm the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Everyone at school said, you know what? It's just a sheet with the uh, the name of the costume and an arrow. And I said, are you? What do you say about my mama? And uh, and uh, I would, I would, I got into a lot of fights. And the great thing, um, have you ever fought with a cloak and dagger before? I've not. <laughs> okay. Well, the good thing about a cloak, so the dagger, obviously, it's sharp. It can get mm-hmm. you right sure. but the thing they don't tell you about the cloak is you can wrap up the arms and so basically i had a cloak i had a cloak as a as a weapon at all times when people tried to come at me in the state park marshmallow so at first it was because i enjoyed it but then second it became a defense mechanism it's like listen i got i got a costume i can wrap your arms up in and then pop you one you know you sounds like you had a pretty normal childhood oh like absolutely me. You know, I, I also, I was raised by a single mom and, you know, I got a lot of, I got a lot of love for my mom. Um, it, how much do you think she's, she's involved in this? Do you think she's looking down on you? And do you think she's proud of Frank Gary and Frank Gary's mask? I, I think so. Um, most of the family was upset at the day that I launched the store. And <laughs> so I, I could imagine maybe she'd be a little sore about that, but you know, at the end of what the day, what do you think day, that was? Do you think it was that hey, you know, Frank's mom just died? Why is he opening a store? Yeah, or do you think I they mean, were that's, jealous? that was the exact quote they said. You, <laughs> I'm surprised that you said like exactly, exactly what they said. That's crazy. Have you ever? Can you speak to the other side? I uh, no, I, I cannot. I, I really oh, just okay. that seemed to be the most obvious thing to say. No, I don't think so. I mean, that seemed pretty specific. I just know we get a lot of uh, we got a lot of people from uh, that can speak to the other dimension come into the store. They want to speak to the skeletons. Uh, so, you know, I'm just wondering. You know, everybody that talks to me, some of them can uh, can spirit spirit speak. That's what's uh, well, I, I cannot. I wish I could, but um, I, I hope you were able to kind of repair a little bit of that relationship with your family because this does seem like something everybody's going to want to get in on. Yeah, well, I think uh, once I once I got it going, you know, and I let everyone uh, have their everyone in my family on Halloween only, not the day before Halloween, mm-hmm. not the day after Halloween, can get anything they want in my store for free, one per person. Uh, exclusions apply. Does not 
uh, apply to the Mary Kay products. Well, if you're in Woodsboro, make sure you get to Frank Gary's masks. You don't have to be a killer. You don't have to be an interdimensional talker. You can just be a regular Joe off the street, or you could be any one of those things too, but come by and get a mask at Frank Gary's. And if you want to kiss the skeletons, legally you're not allowed, but I'll look the other way. And that's the Frank Gary guarantee. Exactly. Frank Gary, thank you so much for coming by. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show is produced by myself, Nate DeFort, and Ryan Counts House, with editing done by Nate DeFort. Our original music was composed by Jesse Case, with additional music by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by James Mulholland. And as always, we want to give a very special thank you to our old pal, Mark Nashon. I want to thank Matt Harbert for coming by and playing Frank Gary. You can check out Matt on his Instagram page, at Matt Harbert. If you like the show and you want to support us, go to www.patreon.com slash my neighbors are dead, where you can find new weekly bonus content only available to our Patreon patrons. If you have yet to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at my neighbors are dead and on Twitter at my dead neighbors. Stop by, give us a follow and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.